Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome back to Superpowers of the Soul. I'm your host, Amorica Kimberly Fenn, and I want to welcome you with big open arms today to this value-packed episode all about revolutionary wellness with today's guest, Rick Breuder. Rick is a transformative leader, a holistic wellness advocate, and the founder of Holistic Life Tribe a vibrant community where members from diverse backgrounds share their journey towards self-improvement, tapping into a rich tapestry of collective wisdom. With Rick and others' peer-to-peer guidance, individuals explore their passions, break through barriers, and achieve real positive lasting change. It's a nurturing space that promotes growth, accountability, and collaboration, embodying Rick's belief in the transformative power of community. And you know, Rick's personal journey is a real testament to the power of holistic transformation and his life experiences and his own diverse background from the high stress environments of the military and law enforcement to the forefront of technological innovation and holistic wellness advocacy have all enriched his approach to personal and professional development. Rick's a a Gulf War veteran, an undefeated professional cage fighter, a devoted father, And a real fierce advocate for people and families in need. He has this this rare kind of unwavering commitment to holistic wellness and community building that shines very bright as a beacon of hope in our rapidly evolving world that I am sure will resonate so very loudly with many of us here as it does for me. And I'm so excited to, to get him on. So let's do that right now. Rick, I'm so, so delighted that you're here. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Amorakai. Thank you so much. It's so beautiful to be here. Hmm. Well, I am lit right up to get to talk with you, of all people, about revolutionary wellness today. Of all the things on people's hearts and minds these days, you know, I would say that a, a revolutionary and sustainable approach to personal and planetary wellness is pretty high up there on the list. You're such an advocate for holistic wellness. I'm just so curious where that dedication stems from. Well, you know, eight years ago, I discovered spirituality and mindfulness, and I've been pretty much on a surrender bender ever since. And it's been a very transformative, it's been a super transformative for my own life. And uh, yeah, through that, through that experience has just been just this tapping into this collective field of consciousness. And it's been super pivotal in, in revolutionizing my life. And as this information's come in, it's had such a tremendous impact on me and everybody that I work with. It's become my calling, really, to just to share it with the world. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm not even over Surrender Bender yet. That was absolutely fantastic. I haven't heard that before. <laughs> it's such a great way to describe it. But it sounds like you really found something. You really found something deep that really works, not just for you, but all the people that you work with, that you've introduced it to, to such an extent, correct me if I'm wrong, but I really hear a heart lit on fire here and a, and a yeah. deep urgency to share it with others. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been such a transformative thing. In fact, for the past, I want to say um, probably the past like six years, it's pretty much been my job to go around and actually do what I call these holistic self check-ins with people. And so it's, it's basically a, it's a game, you know, we get together and we play a game and it's the world's smallest holistic wellness game and everybody who plays wins. And it's all based on the six pills of holistic wellness which really are these little pillars or parts of our life that hold up our happiness up from the inside. And they're our physical wellness, our emotional wellness, social wellness, sexual wellness, creative wellness, and the spiritual wellness 
um, parts of us that really come together to bring this comprehensive approach to self-transformation that anybody can do, no matter what your situation is. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to dive deeply into all of that with you. I haven't heard holistic wellness and pillars put into those principles before, and I'm so excited to see how that weaves. Oh my gosh, I could talk to you all day. Okay. (laughs) We're going to come back from a short break in just a moment here and dive deep into all of that. It's really, really exciting. And you know, as a mother of four children, anytime we gamify anything in our household, It just leads to so much joy and happiness and laughter. And so I love that you're playing a game around all this (laughs) that helps transform and and benefit people so greatly. I always love it when it's gamified. Listen, Mm -hmm. before we break, Rick, what's the best way for people to connect with you to find out more about Holistic Life Tribe and anything else you're up to in the world? I mean, you got a lot of goodness going on. Where can people find you? I do. Yes. Thank you so much for offering. Um, yes. If anybody wants to keep up with what we're doing here or what I'm doing or me personally, you can go uh, go to your browser and type in agent 5D. It's agents, the number 5D.com. And you can get all the information about me. You can also head over to holisticlifetribe.com and you can join us for free. You can get all the support you need to become holistically successful in all areas of your life. And we'd love to have you. Oh, what a beautiful invitation. All right. I'm heading over there as soon as we're done recording. But for right now, everyone, you are listening to Superpowers of the Soul here on the Superpower Network. And we're going to take a short break. And then we'll take a deep dive into revolutionary wellness, starting with a little more about what those six pillars of holistic wellness are, and how they impact you with Holistic Life Tribe founder Rick Breuder. So stay tuned to learn how to set yourself up for the transformational success maybe you've been yearning for when we return. Hello, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Director of Superpower Experts. If you're ready to activate your superpowers and turn your lifetime journey into the journey of a lifetime, go to superpowerexperts.com and get started today. Welcome back, everyone. This is Amorkai. And if you're just tuning in, today we are talking with Holistic Life Tribe founder Rick Breuder about revolutionary wellness. And so before the break, Rick, you mentioned that you do this very cool thing. And for the past six years, I think you you have this job of playing (laughs) games with people. Uh, And you called it this holistic self-check-in, which I love. But you mentioned that it's based on these six pillars of holistic wellness. And you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I heard the six pillars are physical, emotional, emotional, social, sexual, creative, and spiritual wellness. And I have never heard all those things in one place exactly that way before. So tell me a little bit on how these pillars are interrelated and how they contribute to our overall well-being. Absolutely. Yeah. This is, um, it, it's funny because before coming into this this modality, this download of these six pills of holistic wellness, I was kind of living my life like most people. You know, I had some some physical wellness, you know, it's an idea about physical wellness, what that meant. Um, I had no idea about emotional wellness, you know, it's just something we're not born with. Mm. Uh, social wellness, you know, I thought I kind of knew what was going on, but it turns out that I was surrounded by a lot of people who are not necessarily in my alignment sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, sex, sexual wellness is something that nobody talks about, and it's one of the biggest repressed parts of our holistic wellness. And when we become in relationship with that, it's about intimacy. It's about into me, I see. So that's definitely uh, something that came through as something that had to be part of this thing. And that's definitely something that's unique to a lot of these holistic wellness modalities. This has been a taboo thing for many years, and I'm so happy and more that we finally live in a world that we can actually talk about this thing. Mm -hmm. And then um, creative wellness actually came through as an alternative to like 
intellectual or financial or career wellness, you know, because those are things we don't really control. Um, however, the creative wellness is really the, the foundation of all that. And then of course, spiritual wellness, which is something else I wasn't born with that I had to sort of give up a lot to, to discover, you know? So anything that comes through with this message is all part of making it easier for people to find that path for themselves. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm a curious sort. I'm sure you can tell. <laughs> When you like say, yeah. <laughs> me too, it's my favorite. <laughs> I'm so curious. <laughs> but when you say about the spiritual, you know, it, I wasn't born with it. It didn't come easy. I had to give up a lot to find that. Can you tell me a little mm. bit more about that? Yeah. Well, so, um, in my former life, I was, uh, I, I, I was pretty much raised as a homeless adolescent. Um, my mother, uh, had a lot of intergenerational trauma she was dealing with. And so kind of came from nothing and in that process, um, I was able to uh, rise up and, and, and find some sort of modicum of success. You know, I became a successful entrepreneur, had multi, you know generated a couple of multi-million dollar ideas and did some great things. But I found out that uh, it, it just wasn't holistically successful for me. You know, I wasn't holistically successful. So um, I didn't realize what I was missing because we don't know, right? So with spiritual wellness, the way that came through for me was that I ended up after going through and, and, you know, earning my table at the big dog, you know, with the big dogs and sitting down and finally getting to eat, eat at that table, I found out the food was poisoned, you know? So mm. I, I discovered that, you know, that wasn't going to be the path for me. And I kind of went into this like high functioning nihilist mode in my life where I was like, well, I guess nothing matters. Cause you know, I've done all the things in this 3d realm and, you know, and uh, it turns out there was a whole nother world <laughs> available mm. to me. And I only found that out after I gave everything away, I basically gave away millions of dollars. And as soon as my youngest of my four sons was of age, I basically hit the road on a, on a journey to self-discovery. And, um, you know, part of these things that have come in really opened my eyes to like the fact that we're not born with emotional intelligence. Most of us, you know, we're not born with spiritual intelligence. And these are two very key things that when we learn, help us really harmonize our lives. Like if I had known any of this back when I was like, you know, 15, 20, 20, even my thirties, it made such a transformative impact on me. So that's how this has kind of manifested for me and, and become such a passion in under, understanding that most people, once they have access to these things, once we share these tools with people, their lives just transform like exponentially and, and instantaneously almost, you know, and that's where the real work really begins. Oh, oh, I love it so much for so many reasons. And you're right. I mean, I've spent years in the in the coaching industry and facilitation and as a very dedicated parent right and I, and i i sort of think that i took those trainings decades ago yeah for for work and career but really to raise my family because those things were missing in in my family as well most of us right we are the benefits of that we get to seek that out what was missing um in so many ways and i see exactly what you're talking about especially you know i tend to work with with the adults and the parents, but it's really the kids and the young adults. Mm -hmm. And I see this example that you're giving us all of how we can do this for ourselves, but how we can, I mean, I see this space for the young adults as well. Mm -hmm. And I see this gamified experience. Can you imagine having access to these things growing up? Can you imagine mm -hmm. having access to these things in your 20s? I mean, I think every every possible decade is good and every entry point is perfect. But as we're looking towards the world we want to leave, right, to our youth and yeah. our young ones, that new earth that we sort of have one foot in and one foot out, 
I think it is exceptional and so rich with possibility. And so you've really taken this and built a tribe around it. I mean, you're doing the community building part. And so you have, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have founded Holistic Life Tribe, right? And it's sort of based on these six pillars, the foundation of it. Yes, yes. Actually, you know, um, this is the first community ever, and it's a new earth-based community. Um, mm-hmm. That's it's essentially a, a it's a community of peer-to-peer support, and it, yeah, it's called Holistic Life Tribe, and it's the first community ever built on the foundation of the six pillars of holistic wellness. So, imagine if there was a way that you can check in with yourself on mm-hmm. all those six pillars, and let's just say today you say, oh, you know what? At the end of this game, I found out my emotional wellness is a little bit below my intention. Imagine there was a place you can go in real life that had an emotional wellness center that was tuned into this holistic wellness approach that can provide you with resources. You can see your friends teaching a class or you can teach a class yourself. You know, that's exactly what holistic life tribe is all about. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. That's a unique space. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and here it's, it's, it's really available for anybody who's looking to break free from that intergenerational trauma, or if they're yeah. looking to achieve their spiritual alignment, or even, you know, become a stronger healer, you know, uh, to continue yeah. their, your path as a wounded healer, but also gain some business acumen in it. Because basically I've taken all of my entrepreneurial experiences and collections of resources and other people have as well to help people make sense of all these downloads they're getting, right? Like how many, how many spiritual people do we know and healers are are friends that are like, Oh, I have all these great things. I'm like how to transmute from the fifth dimension of the collective conscious. And, but they can't speak to like common people, you know, or or get that offering out. So, uh, so yeah. So this is a community to help support, not just people who are seeking um, positive enlightenment for themselves, but also people who are doing that, not just personally, but also professionally. You know, and it's a great safe space. It's a safe haven for people to do that and explore their gifts. Well, that is so important. What I really feel and sense and hear when you're speaking is this is a community that sounds and a, and a function that's really built on a on an extremely balanced dynamic between masculine and feminine energy, mm. but also sourced from both of these power dynamics in a very synergistic way, which is very rare, very yeah. rare. Does that feel true? That's my, that's what I hear. Oh, it's 100% true. Um, one of the, I mean, a big part of my personal journey was Mm -hmm. realizing that essentially, and this is kind of a, it's kind of a funny way to say it, but we're all energetically bisexual, meaning that from (laughs) an astrological, (laughs) yeah, you know, from an astrological perspective, we all carry, you know, healthy and unhealthy versions of, of top, you know, masculine and feminine energy. And so this community was really based on that. In fact, uh, one of our co-founders, Terra Nova, she's an amazing healer here in Costa Rica, and she's had a lot of insight in guiding uh, the foundation of this to make sure that we're embodying all of those principles and all those energies in a, in a most comprehensive way that can really help people out. That's extremely exciting. Really exciting. Cause that speaks to longevity, right? Mm. Things that aren't balanced in that way these days. I don't know if anybody else has noticed, but they're fizzling out fast. And even yeah. if they get off the ground, it's kind of this uh, big launch and burn. And then it just dies. It fills yeah. out and things that have been going along, you know, for a long time, seemingly, but really only sourcing from one or the other and not in balance and often not from the healthy perspective of the one they're sourcing from are mm-hmm. also starting to crumble. So this, this is really exciting for the longevity factor. The other thing you mentioned, I mean, safe space, so important nowadays, but oh in gosh. your six pillar place, I mean, where do you find that? <laughs> Hello, anybody Especially that online. has that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially, Especially online. online. How do you find that? It's tough. <laughs> 
but it's really important. And I think, you know, since the pandemic and there's, there's so much repercussions and we're still kind of in, in this world that is changing so fast and people are really spinning and they don't know where to turn. I mean, really so many people don't know where to turn to find that safety, to help themselves evolve, to help them find their footing when everything is in flow and swirling around them so much. And so that safety piece is incredibly important. But in your six pillars, you mentioned the social. And you also mentioned that there was a time in your life as you were journeying to this point where you noticed that you weren't necessarily surrounding yourself with the people most aligned. Mm. And that can be really tough for people. I hear that a lot from, yeah. from people and from clients of, you know, I don't know where to find and I, I don't feel fully fulfilled here, but I don't know where to find. So I would imagine that even just being a member here really serves to meet and, and help expand that pillar. I'm sure all of them, but that one in particular I find can be sticky for people. So do you find relationships blooming here and people really feeling and finding like-minded individuals and like-hearted individuals? Do you feel and see relationships forming? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, we also, we promote a lot of healing around that too. Uh, and, and one of the things that came through for me, one of my offerings in the community uh, in regards to social wellness is something that I call the triple I social baseline. And it's kind of what we all kind of operate off of in the community as well. And it's about three eyes. It's about inspiring, improving, and integrity or integrity, you know, integrous. So basically in this moment or any moment, I try to make sure that I do an assessment and do a self-check and to find out, am I surrounded by people who are inspiring me in, in this time period right now, who are improving themselves and others in this time period and have integrity with themselves in this time period with themselves and others. And, mm -hmm. but before I ask that question of others, I also asked that of myself. So it's these little, it's these little tools that we have in the community that really, I mean, that alone, that triple I social baseline has saved me absolutely saved me in my, in my, in my social wellness, because it, it basically puts people in my alignment that are, um, our vibrational match and the importance mm -hmm. of having a vibrational match is super powerful because when we're in that vibration, it unlocks all the resistance we have around our social wellness. It allows us to really become who we are authentically. And that's what this safe space is all about here at holistic life tribe. Oh, that just lights me up from head to toe, <laughs> from head to toe. Hey, it's, well, it's brilliant for so many reasons, but one of the reasons is most of us grow up put into places. We're put into school, we're put into family friends' homes, right? We're put into the neighborhood, we're put into a college or a military, whatever it is. And our our social life is basically driven by proximity, like who's around yeah. us. Yeah. And so to have a lens through which to discern like this triple I social baseline, huh, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Who does that? Right? And it's true. <laughs> it's really helpful. Okay. I'm so curious about this holistic self-checking game. Like, how does it work a little bit? Can you discuss the mechanics a little bit? If I'm a new member, which I'm gonna be, how does yes. it work? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, excellent. So uh, it's pretty simple, actually. There's three steps to it. Um, it. A couple of things to know, it's an intention-based exercise and it's based on the present moment. So it's not really based on goals. You know, it's all that dogma about setting goals and the way it affects us that we're learning now. And um, so it's really based on small wins and intentions. And it's based on how we feel in this present moment, knowing that like depression really means that our, our mind is living in the past and anxiety means that our mind is actively living in the future. So mm -hmm. this is a very... Um, it's an it's an incredible way for people to actually learn how to become present. In fact, uh, it's one of the biggest challenges people have. So here's how it works. So we go around in a circle and we start with physical wellness. 
And then we, you know, we set our intentions. We take a moment and we set our personal intentions inside to say, what's my intention for my physical wellness? So for instance, physical wellness, for me, it's not just about on a holistic side. It's not just about, you know, having food, water and exercise. It's about being comfortable and, and being safe, you know, and, and that's, that really affects it. So I look at my intentions and then I assign it a number between one and three. One means that that pillar is below that in my, my present intention. A two means that it's at my present intention. And a three means it's exceeding my present intention. And then we, we you know, if I, if I want to, I, I think about why, or, I, or if I'm in a group environment, we could discuss why and share that. And then at the end, we basically tally up the score. And at the end, not only can we find out exactly where, which pillars are doing great, so great that we could actually take some energy from and give to our lesser pillars, we could find out where we're in balance and we can most importantly find out what our hidden unmet needs are in any moment. And then at the end of that as well, you know, it's called the game for a reason. You get a score that shows you, are you currently in survival mode? Mm. Are you currently in revival mode? Or are you currently mm. in thrival mode? And what you could do to, you know, heal and or share that experience. So that's pretty much the holistic self-checking game. And like I said, everybody who plays wins. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> It's a tagline, you know, we got to tease it up a little bit. That's a good tagline. That's a good tagline. Oh my goodness. I, I, I really appreciate it so much. I do. And so how do you find, I mean, I, I actually really appreciate that you do include the sexual health in your six pillars. And I agree with what you said in the beginning. And I too, am grateful that we finally live in a world where this is, uh, out in the open and mm. important and discussed and not just that, but, you know, evolving, evolving greatly and rapidly, yes. you know, mm. it's really, really important. And I think again, providing a safe space for that can be tricky, especially online. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's funny, um, out of all the pillars you can imagine, this is the one that gets people's attention the most. Um, people aren't used mm. to talking about this thing in, in the old world. In the new yeah. world, like you said, we're opening up to it, but it's not really about, you know, when you think of sexual wellness from a holistic standpoint, it has nothing to do with anybody else. It yeah. starts with yourself because what's sexuality? It's intimacy and intimacy is into me, I see. So yeah. it's an opportunity to check in and say, hey, you know, how am I feeling about my my internal desires? Like, you know, what's my relationship with my sexuality? You know, am I, yeah. am I giving myself permission to evolve and expand and explore myself in this pillar as well? Is there any mm -hmm. stuck energy? Am I, am I violating my own consent? You know, and mm -hmm. what about sexual health? Like, these are all questions that even as a teenager, I wish somebody could have helped guide me through the process of thinking about for myself, because if you don't learn it, you know, here, you're going to learn it from somewhere else. Maybe the school bus, it might not be a holistic uh, approach. Mm. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> so, especially these days, right? So, you know, especially these um, days. It, it's very important to, uh, to have access to safe information. And that's what we do with this pillar. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And so I'm also curious, <clears throat> you mentioned with the creative pillar. I love this. You were like, you know, you said something to the effect, I'll paraphrase you badly, but the, <laughs> you know, intelligence and, and finance and career, we don't have as much control over, but you said they all stem from this pillar of creativity. I really mm. want to hear more about that. Ooh, yes. Creative wellness is a beautiful pillar. It's one of my favorite. Um, you know, so the old world tells us that in order to be happy, we first have to be successful. And that's usually tied to some sort of career or some sort of, you know, finance thing or whatever. Um, yeah. But if I, you know, science guys are now saying that it's actually backwards. We actually need to be 
happy in order to be successful. So where does that come from? Well, it comes from the expression of our creative wellness and it's not always about being productive, right? Like it's a, with our creative wellness, uh, the way that we look at it from a holistic standpoint, it's a chance for us to tap into our inner child. It's a chance for us to actually like say to ourselves, Hey, let's make pretend, let's make pretend this problem, you know, is actually, uh, you know, uh, an opportunity. Let's make pretend that, um, you know, the things aren't happening to me, but they're happening for me. Right. And mm -hmm. from that creation space, um, we find that, you know, a lot of people, when they think of creative wellness, they think of, oh, well, I'm, you know, I hear this all the time. I'm not creative, you know, because mm -hmm. I can't paint. I'm not creative because I can't sing or I can't dance. <laughs> uh, or, you know? And it's like, yeah. look, the words that are coming out of your mouth, like we are all master creators because every word and thought, every word that comes out of your mouth and every thought that comes out of your head is actually creating your present moment. It's actually mm -hmm. doing it. So we are born natural creators. It's really waking up into that power. And that's mm -hmm. where we take creative wellness way beyond like, career or intellectual or, you know, um, financial is because when you are creating within your alignment and you can relate with what you create from a vibrational level mm -hmm. and you learn that creating is, isn't just all about being serious all the time. There's also non-productive creativity too. Like when's the last time you went outside and played with a stick? You know, mm -hmm. I, I was just <laughs> in the river yesterday here in Costa Rica. I, you know what I did? I I'm writing like, you know, articles on like consent and, and, you know, energetic etiquette and all these things. Uh, for yeah. the community. And I went out and I threw rocks for an hour in the river, yeah. just, you know, actually in the river, because that's how important that non-productive creativity is for us. So from a holistic standpoint, that's, that's how we approach this creative wellness pillar. Super important for everybody. I'm so glad you spoke to it in all the ways that you did, but especially I hear that all the time as well. I think that so yeah. many of us are carrying these scars of what oh, yeah. being creative means. And mm -hmm. unless, you know, we are some kind of accomplished dancer, singer, uh, you know, traditional, right. Uh, art form. Um, yeah. We don't, we don't understand our creative wellness, our creative energy, our creative intelligence, how it moves through us and that it, it's naturally happening in every moment of the day. It reminds me of this yeah. movie, my children decades ago, uh, had me watch and it was a one one rendition of Peter Pan and it was a life version I can't remember all who was in it but essentially uh, you know the story of Peter Pan and the Lost Boys mm. and the Lost Boys were sitting around a dinner table with what appeared to Peter Pan who I guess hadn't wasn't Peter Pan in the moment he'd forgotten who he was somehow turned mm. into an old dodgy man <laughs> with not, <laughs> not a lot of creativity happening and they all yeah. started you know pretending to eat. And the Peter Pan, who was very hungry and not understanding why there was no real food here. And these kids were right in it. I mean, boy, did they believe. And mm -hmm. they were eating and drinking. And then they started to have a food fight. And then the minute they portrayed Peter Pan's uh, creativity and, and creative intelligence coming online and the imaginal cells activating, if you will, it you mm. saw it all in live paint. And so all of a sudden they were throwing food that were very highly covered right in paint. But it was <laughs> it was a beautiful depiction of the imaginal cells at work that really happens. And of course, it's, you know, the story of how he flies. And, and I just love that. It, it speaks that way to me that we are doing it in every moment. And as we become awake and yeah. aware to that, it opens up possibilities, right? That are always there and that we're always creating, but that awareness is the key. I really appreciate that it's yeah. in your pillars this way and that you, um, you really speak to it in this way. It's so important. It's so important. Yeah, oh. It is really is. And I really appreciated your spin on it's true. We're raised to sort of 
believe that if we find the right career, we make the right amount of money, right? Or we have a certain amount of prowess or intelligence or skill sets that that's where we will find our happiness and our joy. And when we do that, when we get there and we're still depressed or we're still anxious or we still don't have that inner fire of contentment or joy, it's really, really disheartening. It's Mm. really, really painful. Yeah. Yeah. That's spiritual awakening. Oh yeah, sorry. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, please. It's spiritual awakening, exactly. Go ahead. Yeah, th- th- I, I was going to say, you know, that spiritual awakening is is it is painful. You know, it's mm. it was like, oh, I want to, I, I want to work on myself and become, you know, my higher version and stuff. But there's there's that line, as you know, where it gets real lonely and it gets real confusing, <laughs> and that's a big reason why holisticlifetribe.com is there. That's what we wanted to do in that community is provide that safe space and that landing space because, um, you know, we were just talking about creative wellness and how do we get there? You know, how do we how do we you know, when we, when we focus on things that are outside of ourselves for pleasure and if mistake that for happiness, then we can get in that trap of like you just describing, you know, I I've did all the things I was told and, you know, I followed the should, can't, don't need to have to advice and all the things. And, and I'm still finding that I'm not holistically happy. Um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's so important to be able to come into, come into grips with yourself and be like, Hey, you know, um, it's okay that there's that, that there's something more out there. And and I'm gonna have the courage to do it. And and now I don't have to do it alone anymore. There's people like more. There's people like you know, in this place is like Holistic Life Tribe where I can get support in these things. And it's just very impactful. So important. Oh, it's beyond important. It's the missing key. We're relational beings, right? It's true. Mm-hmm. We are relational beings. And and sometimes the spaces and places that we find ourselves in, again, by proximity. And and also I will say there's so much. The online world has op- it's given us so much, but it's also diffused so much because there's so much choice. And so to find those spaces and places like what you have cultivated here is exceptionally important. It's exceptionally important because we can waste so much energy. We can waste so much energy feeling lost and feeling overwhelmed that Mm. to really have that safe space to just really sink into and not flit about is really what I'm trying to say, bouncing from this to this, to this, to this, Mm. there's a, there's a depth here and a richness and a cohesion and a coherence where people get to grow uh, with each other and formed right by the Mm. relatedness. It's, it's quite a beautiful offering. And so I know you talk about not just personal growth through holistic wellness, but personal and professional growth through holistic wellness, which we don't hear a lot about either. Usually we hear about personal development. We hear about personal wellness, right? And the the professional growth is often on the entrepreneurial track and, and has a sort of different uh, language and flavor to it usually out in the world. So I love that you're combining them here. I'm wondering to give people an idea, you know, do you have some some stories you can share from the community where members have have really, I don't know, just achieved some sort of personal or professional growth that you can reference here to give people an idea? Oh yeah, so many examples. So, um, yeah, well, one thing that comes to mind is, um, my gosh, well, uh, so there's a gentleman I know who is a detox specialist, and he's been at it for quite some time. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been, uh, it's, it's always a challenge as as we're healers to, to find our larger audience, you know? And so one of the things that we were able to do, uh, coming together, he joined, uh, our holistic life tribe and we have, um, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and start this story. Would you mind Amara? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. 
I just thought of another um, another example I want to use if that's if that's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Uh, especially, gosh, there's so many stories. How do you choose one? How do you? I choose know. One? <laughs> I um, put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good one. It's a good one because I'm like, you know, how do I? Um, I mean, I can I can speak from in mass. You know, there's been um, many people that have come across here in the community. So. Here we are in in Costa Rica, and this is kind of the the launch pad of New Earth, and it's drawing a lot of us, I guess, wounded magical healers that are come to 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 bring our offerings into a new Earth to create a bridge, right, from that old world to new Earth. And time time again, what I see is that uh, there's a lot of awakening that happens, and there's these brilliant, amazing concepts that are coming through. But the problem is, is that a lot of people I see they're not really able to reach that audience that they want because there's there's this weird like old world and new earth um there's like a divider in between there right yeah. where, where you know once you jump over to, to this new earth mindset a lot of us kind of forget what it was like in the old world you know mm-hmm. what we forget what it's like before we knew like you know all these spiritual phrases and dimensions of consciousness and collective field and and all these things so um one of the things that we really really do well is help people co-creators, we call them co-creators in the community. We help co-creators develop their offerings in a way that can actually resonate with people no matter where they're at in their journey. You know, it's one thing to talk to another healer and it's another, you know, or, or somebody who's been on their path, but it's a whole nother uh, set of opportunities to speak to somebody who hasn't embraced this culture, you know, the, this new earth culture. So uh, one of the biggest examples we have is really holding on workshops within the community to help people, um, I guess, how would I say it? I guess live in content where, where they can learn how to mm-hmm. live in the content that they're, they're providing. They all that, you know, they want to provide this content, but we find a way to take this passion and transmute it into purpose, you know, and eventually prosperity because you can't really heal from an empty cup. You know, you have mm-hmm. to give to get, and you also have to get to give. So that's yeah. part of the transformations that we're, uh, that, that we're seeing happen every day all around us um, in the community and without here in Costa Rica. Oh, wow. Well, that's brilliant because I I can relate to that and see so many people with such gifts to share. And it's almost like there's this huge flow coming, but the structures don't work anymore, those old structures. And so there's got to be a structure to contain that flow in order for it to take form into the world and to right. lead to those things that people still still need. I mean, we want to make impact. We need prosperity. You know, we need to be able to give, to get all those things. And so it sounds like, it sounds like you have created an incredible space for that new magic to happen. Because otherwise, it seemed to me, I don't know if, if you noticed the same thing, but in the past, um, maybe decade, but you know, definitely, definitely six to eight years, there's just been a ton of flow, a ton of downloads, mm, a ton yeah. of new information, new modalities, new ways of doing things. Uh, healers have come online, right? Uh, entrepreneurial spirits, all of these, but but the structures are not supporting, yeah. right? And yeah. so people are walking around with this magic and these these solutions and these opportunities, and they're not able to connect easily yeah. and yeah. language easily. Um, mm-hmm. Those who are going to be served the most. Does that make yeah. sense? That's that's just my view. Of what I've seen recently. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You know, and it's funny because there's this weird paradigm, right, where mm. all these magical people are walking around, including ourselves. You know, with all this great information. Yeah. But as you have the spiritual awakening, you know, you start 
kind of seeing patterns, right? So you see patterns in marketing and sales, uh, online sales and digital marketing trends that don't feel right, you know? And a lot of it is, you know, a a lot of the old world, it tells us like, oh, you need to go and get a social media presence and show up every day and do all this thing and be this person and act this way and show this, you know, and just, it's, it's so, how do we, you know, (laughs) what we're doing is we're bridging the gap between people who have these offerings, but don't want to you know, have yeah. that, that version to that process. We're helping yeah. get over that process um, by really just saying, Hey, look, you can actually spread your magic the way that you want. We just have to maybe work towards packaging it in this way and presenting it this way, you know, yeah. and that just that insight alone has, has been very transformational for a lot of uh, healers in our network. Oh, my heart is just exploding. I'm so, <laughs> so grateful Truly, because, oh, sweetheart, I mean, it's such a big need. And you know how you feel as someone walking in the world who has purpose, who has such a deep care and a deep heart or a flow to share or magic to share, whatever it is, and to feel like it's impossible. Because in mm-hmm. order to do that, you have to violate everything else about you yeah. or or live in something. I mean, nobody likes that. That's yeah. an old that's an old way that's no longer yeah. necessary. And yet, who's who's leading that way? Where is that space that you can go to really mm-hmm. be seen in that way and to get that kind of support? I don't know that it exists in many places. And so mm. to have such a uh, such a beautiful, safe and loving and supportive space. For that aspect of yourself, now I see why we're experiencing this as revolutionary wellness because we're no longer cutting off parts of ourselves to serve yeah. others. We're yeah. no longer compartmentalizing ourselves. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You you don't have to violate your consent anymore, and you don't have to yeah. do it alone. You can come to yeah. Holistic Life Tribe, and we can do it together. You know, you don't have to figure out your tech stack. You don't by yourself. You don't have to pay a bunch of money to somebody for some one way thing. Like we actually work together, you know, and this is some of the joys that really brings me a lot of like heart space in this community is, is helping healers get their word out. It's, it's, it's just so empowering for myself and everybody else around us. Rick, I adore you. I am so grateful. Are on this planet doing what you're doing at this time. Is there anything you didn't get a chance to share with us today that you would really like us to know? You know, I just want to take a moment for everybody to um, just, you know, be mindful themselves and, and and not take it so seriously. Like, you know, growth is really challenging and there's a lot of components to it and uh, you just don't have to do it alone. Don't be afraid to reach out for help. Don't be afraid to utilize resources. We're all here for each other. And, you know, when you take care of yourself, you know, everybody wants to heal the planet, mm-hmm. but the healing planet really starts with healing ourselves. So it's very important to always put yourself first because self-care is sexy. And I'll leave you with that. <laughs> Self-care is sexy. Oh, I love it. I love it. Rick, it's such a deeply, it's an inspiring conversation that I appreciate so much, but it's an exceptionally empowering one. You know, mm. I thank you so much for being here with us today, for for sharing your wisdom and your gracious self so generously. I, I, I'm very serious. I am heading over to holisticlifetribe.com as soon as we wrap to sign <laughs> up. What an exceptional space. I'm very excited to see for myself. Thank you so much for everything you gave here today. We would love to have you so much. And thank you so much for having me on your beautiful show, Amora. It's been a pleasure.
Such a pleasure. I agree. And thank you, dear listeners. Thank you all for being here with us as well. As always, I hope this episode serves your highest possible good and it inspires you and empowers you to revolutionize wellness for yourself, your loved ones, and for our precious planet as well. Until next time, may your own superpowers of the soul shine bright in a world that so profoundly needs your light. Much love and many blessings to you all.